0: Good Risings, I'm Liz Shaw and this is Hash It Out. I'm joined this week by Jenna Rosenau, who is a licensed clinical social worker in Pennsylvania and New Jersey and works with people who are struggling with chronic illness or who have someone in their family or their partner or a good friend has a chronic illness. And she is just a wealth of knowledge with this. So this week we're answering listener questions that have to do with how chronic illness impacts a relationship and how people can show up in the best way possible for the people they love, even when there's a lot of stress around the illness. So welcome back, Jenna. Thank you for being here with us today. Thank you for having me, Liz. We'll dive right into the next question. This is a question that I see come up a lot when I'm working with couples. And so the question is, Dear Liz, my partner struggles with a chronic illness. They are frequently sick and it is really challenging for our family. I really wanna be a good partner to them and I want to be there for them, but I have to be honest. I've found myself feeling resentful that I have to operate as a caregiver for my partner so frequently. It impacts my life, it makes me feel tired, and sometimes I just don't feel like doing it, and I feel like I take on more than my partner does in our relationship. Do you have any tips for dealing with this? So, I would love to to start this off by a thought that comes up for me right away, and then I wanna hear what you have to say as well, and, and you might disagree with me here, but, Something that is really important in relationships is that even if our partner struggles with a chronic illness or pain or an acute illness, they're just sick this week, is that we still have to remember that we are their partner and it is actually our job to have really good boundaries with ourselves about not becoming their parent. And so when people are sick, yes, we need to take care of them, yes, we need to make sure we're there for them. And we need to check in with ourselves about how codependent we're becoming and how much of that is actually coming from our partner versus how much are we overextending ourselves when nobody even asked us to. And so when I hear this resentment word, what I see in couples again and again and again is that there's an overextension that yes, there might be a lot you have to do for your partner. I'm thinking about a couple that I'm very close with. One person has cancer. And the reality is, is that the partner has to take care of that person a lot. They have to take them to appointments when they're going through chemo treatments. There's a lot that goes into running the household and making sure everything works. And that's just the reality. And it's not like, oh, you better have better boundaries. And if you don't, that's your fault, blah, blah, blah. The reality is, is it's really exhausting and there's just things that they have to do. And at the same time, I think it's so important to continually come back to, does this all need to be on me? Have I moved into acting as if I'm a professional caregiver for them or a parent for them instead of a partner and if I've moved into those things where can I put some of those limits and
1: boundaries back so that's
0: just something Mm -hmm. for me I'm wondering
1: what your thoughts are about that question I agree with you 100% actually I what came to mind as I heard the question from the listener was caregiver burnout it is a real thing and you know, if it's not addressed, I think early on, it can really spiral. Um, and, you know, what's sad about that is you go into this relationship as the partner, as the husband, as as the wife, as, you know, whomever. And you then become the caretaker, which yes, we in a way sign up for for this when we become a partner in so many ways but at the end of the day you have to really watch like liz said you know the boundaries with yourself because if you're noticing resentment come up chances are you've ignored some sort of you know boundary that could have been put into place at some point and i don't say this to say that there's a wrong or a right way to do it, I think that it all kind of happens, you know, organically as, as you're going through the motions and as you're helping this person. So I would say, you know, tap into really what it is that you're able to do as this person's partner. and. Are you overextending yourself? Are there kids involved? Is there a job involved? You know, what can you take off of your plate? What can you can you ask for help? Are, is there local people in the area, friends, family, neighbors, someone that, that can, you know, help remove some some things off of your plate? What is it like for you to ask for help? And I think that I see that a lot of people, you know, in in count cal- in, in therapy are struggling with asking for help so if we take away the layers and we see really underneath the resentment what is actually going on sometimes it's well you know I don't even know how to ask for help right so I think it's worth digging into and also honesty being honest with yourself
0: yeah all of that is is so so important and I think to summarize it is Avoiding resentment is about still being able to see yourself as a separate person. And what that means is that as you see yourself as a separate person, you are able to say, you know what, I'm actually gonna get myself a glass of water before I take my partner a glass of water because I need to drink something before I go up and down the steps 80 times. Seeing yourself as your own person is saying, I can only take on so much. I need somebody in my neighborhood to help. I need the nurses to help. I need." to let somebody come into the house and help clean, you know, whatever it is, but I'm only one person. So it's being able to tune back into you because sometimes when we're taking care of another person, we're over-attuned to what they need and we lose connection with ourselves. So thank you so much for that answer, Jenna. I think that's gonna be helpful to so many people and I'm going to continue to be joined by Jenna this week. Jenna Rosenau is a licensed clinical social worker in Philadelphia and in New Jersey, who specializes with people who are struggling with chronic illness.